0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Radio podcast. Uh, kind of playing around with the names a little bit lately, so I've decided on uh, calling it Mindshare Radio. That could change in the future. That's the benefit of having your own podcast. You get to make decisions however you want. And um, yeah, lately actually I haven't been creating as many uh, audio recordings as I as I usually did. I was at three, three days a week. And you know, there was a bit of an intentionality behind it, but also, uh, kind of a little lesson in it. And what I was trying to do was sort of develop a more polished audio experience. And what that meant, frankly, was doing more planning and, uh, and creating more structure around the, the topics that I created so that I would create a little less meandering and, uh, make, make the audio experience better, better for you, the listener. And, um, the result of that though, is that I didn't publish as much and, uh, there was never, A perfect time to create content where you know for example uh, I've got a you know one and a half year old and he's frequently running around the house and it doesn't matter whether I'm upstairs or downstairs or in the basement he's always kind of in a different place you know making noise and uh, there's never really a perfect time to record these so it always seemed like between having to really prepare well and try to produce the best quality audio it was never really a um convenient, uh, or oppor- opportune time to record something. So what I've decided is, yeah, I'm going to continue to try to elevate and, uh, and, and record the best quality audio possible and to record the best quality content possible, but I'm not going to let it slow me down or stop me from recording stuff. I think getting ideas out there is, is important and we can overthink the level of polish that we go and put into our work. Yes, there's a time for highly polished work, especially when you're doing courses or books or, uh, your consulting work, for example, but but most of the time, getting things out and making them better is the best way to approach the work that you do. So, rather than overthink and over-optimize my content to make it as great as possible and then produce far far less of it, um, I'm going to more opt towards producing as much of it as I can, making it as good as possible. You know, continuing to invest in the sound quality as best I can, and living with the little audio imperfections that may come from working with home working at home uh, during a pandemic and and all that stuff. So. I, I am of the belief that the more you, you, the more at bats you have, the more likely you are to hit home runs, um, and the better you are going to be at whatever it is you're doing. So, uh, this is it. I'm showing up and I'm going to create content and you'll probably hear some background noise along the way, but that's, that's all part of the game. So anyway, without further ado, I'll jump right into the topic. And this one is, uh, comes from, uh, Oren. He has a question. So, uh, Oren is currently, uh, in our, in our, uh, mindshare group here. He told me that he told us, he, you know, he says he's taking a bit of a medical break, um, and in that time, he'd like to develop some sort of a group coaching program for in-house marketers. So he's asking, "Is there any program I know of that helps uh, specialists run a group coaching program?" And um, I, you know, I don't, I don't actually know that many people that are teaching group coaching. I'm sure there's many people out there, and I put out the feelers, but you know, there, there really aren't that many that I'm aware of, uh, especially in marketing, but in general, um, who teach group coaching. So it happens to be something that I have some experience with. So Oren, I'll share with you just my general thought process on it. And I know you're uh, an original thinker as well, so you'll take some of these ideas and then run with them in your own way. So here's how I break down group coaching. Number one is, like all things, and this is part of the sort of mindshare methodology, if you will, is, is having a, a clear niche or niche is really critical to be able to, to not only get clients and attract the right people, but also to then scale your business through group coaching and memberships and courses and and training and other things. Of course, if you have a big audience or if you're great at generating a big audience, you can maybe cast a wider net. But if you're just trying to build a, a smaller consulting business and you don't have that you know, built-in massive advantage or built-in audience Sometimes the best approach is, um, or in my opinion, the best approach is having a niche. It also just makes your content far more specific, more compelling, and therefore more ve- like more valuable to a specific group of people rather than trying to be too broad and say, you know, do marketing for anyone. So the premise of everything we, we do here uh, at Mindshare is to have at least a reasonably clearly defined uh, niche or niche and uh, make sure that that is well dialed in. Before considering expanding your consulting services and creating more offers at scale, so I know you have a bit of a, a more, a slightly more general um, kind of a fractional CMO and agency business, and that's totally fine. Uh, but know that it's the harder way to to build out group coaching, only because uh, everyone typically is going to come from very different places, um, and unless you have a, a niche focus, you're you're going to be kind of watering down your messaging and your content. So uh, just know that you're playing on hard mode by uh, not having a very narrow niche or niche. And, uh, and that's totally fine. Um, I'm sure you're a great marketer. I know you are, and, uh, I'm sure you can overcome that. So that's the f- the foundation that makes a lot, you know, it's like the tip of the spear it makes the rest of your, your life easier because it allows you to kind of fling it further through the air and, and, uh, and hit, hit your target or whatever the analogy is. So once you've done, you've defined your, your niche or niche, ideally you want to work with people one-on-one for long enough that you've developed a deep understanding of their needs, pains, desires, goals, And also how to solve their challenges and to develop in the process your methodology. So one-to-one consulting leads to experience and practice and teaches you the kinds of things that people are actually asking you for rather than you inventing problems and solving them. You actually work with people one-to-one and develop and harden your methodology so that with every new client, because you're in a niche or a niche, every new client refines your methodology and makes that thing better and better and better. And eventually your methodology could be a standalone product. Uh, but you can also leverage that before you go selling it as a standalone, say info product, you can leverage that and create, you know, training. It also makes your one-to-one coaching or consulting more efficient and it forms as the basis for your group coaching. So eventually what you want to do is provide access to your methodology for a lower price point than your one-to-one coaching or consulting, um, you know, depending on what your, what your plans are, uh, but still gives all the benefits of this methodology that you've developed and hardened over the course of many, many engagements. So once you've developed that methodology, I personally put mine in a Trello board, and it kind of comes in a couple different parts. One is sort of the infrastructure that I go through, kind of like a main checklist for all the all the things that I like to accomplish with clients on a month-to-month and an ongoing basis until they've kind of got up to speed with a good, solid marketing program. And then from there, uh, I, I give them a system, and we, we try to just d- design and develop their own system so that they can create repeatable, ongoing results that reminds them to do things on a recurring basis and at least all those good ideas that you implemented, it reminds them to revisit them, to re-execute them, um, even if you were to kind of go away sometime in the future. So that's part of it. It's the methodology and the systems that, that are backed by it. And then both of those are documented. And um, there's a process for all of your recurring tasks and systems that uh, that you create with your clients. Um, and that's sort of the crux of what I do. And then of course, there's the strategic component that that uh, that allows you to kind of, you know figure out exactly you know what path you might take or what are the options you could take in terms of uh, marketing strategies and business strategies so you have a niche you do one-to-one consulting over time you've developed your methodology which is uh, which is the way you you construct and operate your marketing program as well as the systems needed on an ongoing basis now you want to kind of start to leverage that so you can implement this in in businesses but you know that over time it's going to get more and more you're going to, you can only max out at so many clients. So group coaching is a great way to kind of expand that offering and to, to teach your methodology rather than execute those methodologies with your clients. So you've mentioned having, um, I think it was a 250 pound, you're in the UK, 250 pound per month, uh, program. And, um, And, you know, when you started reflecting and working towards the program, you realize that the individualized or or tailored help is not completely viable at that price point. So you began exploring other options, um, but what that looks like. And, you know, you talked about how you remembered I have a a group coaching program and it's it's worked really, really well for me. And I'll talk about that in just a minute. And um, so let's 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 talk about it a little bit. So once I've, you know, let's use me as an example. I found my niche in the co-working world. And, uh, today I'm also helping he, uh, you marketing consultants. And, uh, I did a lot of one-to-one consulting. Eventually I did, I, I introduced this group program. So as COVID was hitting, I'm like, you know, there's a lot of co-working spaces out there who are a little smaller, who need a lot of help. How can I help them? Uh, I've developed my methodology already. It's pretty hardened. It's, I've worked with enough clients that that methodology is pretty solid at this point. So I said, how do I, how do I run it and how do I train them? So what I did was I just, I kind of threw out a beta announcement. I said, Hey, I'm thinking about running this program. I'm looking for five co-working spaces that are looking to get more leads in the next, you know, like 90 days or something. Um, one, you have X amount of sp- to spend on your marketing 2 um, you're looking to ramp things up three, you're willing to roll up your sleeves and, and, and try things whatever for your coachable, whatever. And then if you're interested, uh, hit reply and let me know. So I sent out an email like that and I got something like 10 or 12 people responding. Uh, I eventually signed five of those people. And the way that works is, um, it's a, it was $3,500 us per month to start for six months. And I just let people pay, um, month to month. So it ended up being about $600 or 583 or something, uh, month to month and had five people signed up for that. Uh, since then, one person has dropped out, one person has turned over. So I actually downsold a client that was ending their engagement with me uh, on a one-to-one basis. I said, hey, if you want to continue working together, you can. I can drop you into this group program. And uh, there's only up to five five individual co-working spaces in there. So you might you know, appreciate that small size and, and uh, continue kind of developing your methodology and, and your system. So sort of putting out that flag, I spoke with a lot of people. I actually didn't know what I was going to do. So by talking to people, and this is kind of a premise for how I create all my products and services by talking to people, I was able to understand what are your goals? What's your situation? What are your needs? Oh, okay. Here's how I, I think I can help you solve them. And I see the commonalities and I see the kind of the budget range we might be working in. I'm going to put together this program and it's going to be priced at this point. Now, I didn't have a huge audience. I think at the time I had maybe like 500 people on my email list, but it was pretty focused on that niche. So the content is relevant. It's unique. It's rare. It's all about content. It's all about marketing for co-working spaces. So that's kind of one of the things that provides an, a kind of a, an advantage or a compelling factor because people know that they'll be in a group with other people like them. And um, yeah, so I, I ended up having five people that were interested, launched the program. And uh, it's been, I don't know, a year and a year and a bit. At least and uh I've only had a little bit of turnover, but pretty much everyone has stayed in there. So how did that program break out? So we've talked about the price point. I originally scheduled it so that it's every other week and so um you know people can can join every other week and we'd get on a call sixty to ninety minutes. Um and uh, and then we would uh what I would do is I would usually do some education up front. So I would you know, I onboarded them for the first uh, month or so, or two, with some training and some homework, training homework, training homeworks. And I basically brought on uh, some slides and I and I got on my iPad and I was kind of teaching and and uh, kind of coaching them through strategy process for their their co-working space. And then use that as the kind of the principal foundation for everything else. And then I introduce them to the systemization idea, and I introduce them to um, various resources that they can use and 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 to to operate their marketing program. And what has been for the last probably nine months or so has been largely they show up. Uh, we've actually moved it to weekly, uh, weekly at around one hour as opposed to every other week at an hour and a half. <clears throat> and it's kind of a hot seat discussion, so we just go person to person to person. and We say, "Hey, what are you working on? What's working for you? What are your challenges?" And uh, and then I'm able to help them kind of guide them towards the step th- in the kind of process that they're in. So if they, if you know, I have sort of a bunch of things that are built in my methodology, like having a KPI tracker. So are you tracking your numbers? And do you have a CRM? And are you doing content marketing? And so basically, everyone kind of are at different stages of their development, but I get to give them individualized support in a small group setting and. They get to kind of learn from one another, ask questions, and then also they they can use each other as a sounding board to provide a different expect uh, a, to different a different a perspective from what I can provide uh, because I'm not a co-working operator. So it's nice that they can use each other um, to have conversations as well. So we meet once a week on Zoom. It's about an hour. Sometimes it rolls a bit long. Uh, we are also in a small private Slack group as a sub-community within my greater Everspaces um, community. And, uh, and that keeps the conversations private. They can send information or questions between calls, but otherwise they're all kind of working towards their goals. And then the, you know, and then I always kind of keep them pointed on the things they could be doing next and how to do it and where to go and, and some examples and some stuff that goes along with it. So to summarize, in the beginning it was training and I would do, do some onboarding training. And then now it is, um, all pretty much hot seat. So we go around in a circle in the order that you appeared in the Zoom call. So if you show up early, you get to go first. And uh, and uh, yeah, and I record those and they go into, into a, a shared Dropbox folder so people can watch them again afterwards. Um, so there's really no preparation on my part. I'm pretty much just showing up and offering guidance and then offering them resources. And occasionally I'll teach them or, or bring up a new idea that we haven't talked about in the past, but it's not really driven through my education at that time. So ideally, if you're going to go with in-house marketing managers, what you want to do is have kind of an operating system, something that is like your methodology, but a way that they can operate and manage their marketing effectively through budgeting and campaign creation and whatever else, right? So you want to have a bit of a methodology. Ideally, you want to do training on it. Now, the, the benefit of doing, li- like of doing live you know, training is you can record those and then they can become a resource for you to use later on. Uh, so I actually have a membership for Everspaces as well. And I've recorded over the course of a year, year and a half, you know, I don't know, like 20 or 30 videos uh, on all the different marketing channels and all the different things. So now that complements both my consulting engagements. Uh, it also complements my group coaching stuff. So if, if someone is like stuck on blogs, I can give them some guidance. I can also point them to my my training on how to create great blog content for your co-working space. And then that supports the group, the group coaching stuff. So none of this is easy. You need to keep a long view. Ideally, you have a niche or a niche so that all this content is highly specific and relevant to the, the person consuming it. And that's what allows them to choose you over one of the million other options for, uh, for, for, for learning marketing. In absence of that, you could be horizontally focused on I help marketing managers level up to the CMO grade. And maybe that's what you do. And you basically kind of mature them into CMO style marketing managers, uh, which enables your clients to, um, to hire, uh, you know, a get not a junior necessarily, but an intermediate level marketing person. And then you kind of develop them into, a, you know, the full scale, uh, you know, a leader that they're, that they're growing into. So the question then becomes, how are you going to sell to these groups? And uh, you're either selling directly to them and the money comes out of the pocket of these in-house marketing managers, or you're selling to this the actual CMO or the marketing leader within the company and saying, hey, I've got this methodology, I've got this way of running things, uh, or the business owner, whoever's kind of in charge of making these decisions. But I have this like operating system and And I basically want to help nurture and mature, uh, the, the people on your team so that they can become great marketing leaders themselves. And so you're either selling to the financial buyer slash decision maker, or you're selling directly to the actual marketing manager. It's probably a lot more effective. You can probably charge a lot, a lot more than 250 pounds, but, and I definitely think you should, um, given the corporate nature of it, but you can probably charge a lot more than, than that. And then by going directly to the decision maker, uh, versus the other way around where, the marketing manager would have to kind of fork out their own cash or uh, or um, have to ask their manager to pay for this thing, uh, which would almost make it seem like they're saying, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you pay for this You know, training? Although corporate training is a very real uh, and normal thing. So I think basically you're going to have a better bet going towards the decision makers of the organizations and trying to understand um, who needs that, uh, that type of, of mentoring and uh, who's willing to buy it. Now, in a perfect world, you can just talk to your existing clients and say, hey, I'm doing this thing. It's $500, 500 pounds, 400 pounds a month, whatever. We meet every other week. We talk about your business. You're in a small group. It's very private. Um, And, uh, you know, would you like to bring in your marketing manager on this and see if they go for it, right? It's a nice way to kind of do training and development. Maybe there's an initial training period and then it's ongoing development or ongoing Q&A after that. But the, the marketing manager has to be pretty motivated to want to do that, right? That you, there nothing worse than trying to coach people who just don't want to be there, don't want to be coached. So you just have to keep all that in mind. The other thing you could do is try to downsell. So if there's any clients that have an in-house marketing manager and you're kind of phasing out of the, your strategic advisory role and you could say, hey, I've got this program. I release it once a quarter or, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this thing. Would you like to be in the initial group and, you know, invite people into your initial Kind of group uh, that way. So ideally, you're able to sell a few of these just through your relationships and just through the people you're working with and know. Uh, failing that, obviously, um, putting out an email or a LinkedIn post like I did, saying I'm looking for this number of people to do this type of thing, that achieve this kind of outcome in the next say 30 to 90 days. Uh, and then you know, if your if your market or if your focus is tight enough, then uh, you'll have a good chance of at least getting a couple of people interested. If not, um, it might be a sign that either your positioning is off or the way you describe what this mentorship uh, program might be would be off. So in terms of programs though, there's a few different ways you can do this. So obviously you don't have to do the 500-ish dollars pounds per month program. You can also do a $100 kind of program where it's kind of a Q&A sort of setup where people show up, ask you questions every month and uh, and that's it. So Jonathan Stark, for example, does, does that really well at $100 a month. Uh, the Future, I think, has a program at $150 a month. Um, the difference though, is that, uh, the future, for example, um, they have like a bunch of training for graphic designers and that kind of thing. So you're getting some uh, amount of like training and past webinars and content and past Q and A's recordings, all kind of in your $150 a month membership, whereas someone like Jonathan Stark, it's really just, you know, submit your question. Uh, he'll answer it over video and, uh, you know, that's kind of what it is. So more minimalist and then some sort of community access. So those are kind of the lower end of the tier. The five hundred dollar a month one actually sold very easily for me. There was a lot of interest in it, uh, and people have stuck around, which is the main thing I look for as well. Is is it sticky? Is it valuable on an ongoing basis? Uh, and and is a great downsell as well for engagements that you might otherwise drop through uh, once you're done working with them at a higher level. And then of course you have like the Moore type person who would sell you know two three thousand dollar a month group coaching programs, very education driven, would not recommend this until you have all of your methodology and all of your content pretty dialed in from working together one to one with people. But um, there's a bunch of people selling mastermind style group coaching programs out there that have a lot of content uh, out there as well. And then some people sell basically like an initial, you know, two, three, five, $10,000 thing where you, you learn over the course of six weeks and then maybe there's an ongoing smaller commitment which might work for you as well where for the first two or three months maybe you're teaching them your your you know marketing manager operating system and then every month after that uh, they can get access to the community or to your, to your knowledge, your training uh, for a, a much lower monthly fee. So then you've captured most of your profit up front and then there's an ongoing kind of thing to kind of keep people engaged So those are the ideas that I have, Um, you know, the $100, $150 level is one, I'll probably be launching something similar with this group. Uh, The small group $500-ish thing works really well, Uh, but I would just talk to people and see, hey, would anybody be interested in something like this before even talking price and then say, find out what their goals and needs are and see where the common threads are. So you can build a product or service around the needs of your target market versus you inventing something and then going out and trying to sell it without talking to anybody. Uh, I never, never, never ship anything without, without talking to people first. So, or without selling it actively. Um, so, if I've sold it once, then I'll be able to sell it again. And with every new prospect that comes along, I'll, I'll tweak and, and change it uh, so that it gets hardened as well, just like my my methodology. So, I hope that helps with uh, with what you're doing, Lauren. And um, yeah, group coaching is a is a tough tough nut to crack. Ideally, you've got a bit of an audience. Uh, you're in a niche or a niche focus, and you've done a lot of one-to-one consulting already. Um, and then you can just put out the good word and you should have people that are interested in it. Um, and if not, and that might look like publishing a post on LinkedIn or email or talking to your current clients that you think would be a great fit and trying to sell one-to-one because that's a, if you can do it that way, then it allows you to design the right program at the right price covering the right topics, the right cadence, for the right people. So I hope that helps Uh, Oren. I don't know anywhere else you can go to kind of learn this stuff. I'll try to cover more topics like this in the future. But as always, if you've got more questions or follow-ups or counterpoints, I'd love to hear them. All right, bye for now. Oh, and before I go, actually, I just noticed that uh, Oren had a second part of his question that I didn't cover. So I'm going to cover that. Consider this your PS uh, at the end of my uh, message here. Um, So uh, he asks, so regarding the higher touch, small group models uh, or something low touch, Uh, large group do you is it easier to start low cost and upsell into uh, a higher touch or the other way around so with that particular question I mean I did start with a a lower cost um, membership that had some group coach some live kind of group coaching Q&A style uh, content originally and that was about a hundred dollars per month uh then I dropped it to 50 and then I, I increased it again and uh nobody like I did what I did with that hundred dollar a month program was I did monthly training or at least once a month I would do training, which became, uh, like kind of, you know, my recorded, my recorded video training that I did over the course of like a year and a half to do all those videos that I was talking about. Um, but almost nobody upgraded to the other thing. It was like a whole fresh new group of people who hadn't been consuming my content for a year and a half plus who became the group coaching clients. So uh, what I find is that, you know, the membership thing is often very, very different from the group coaching thing, so... um, take that for what it is. You know, um, it's, it was actually easier for me to sell these $500 plus $583 a month memberships than it was to even get people into my, my hundred dollar a month, uh, uh, membership program. So for what that is, take that for what it is. But the benefit of the membership was that it forced me to create content, to create training that I then leveraged through my group coaching later down the line, uh, as well as through my consulting work. So both are valuable. Um, will you get upgrades? Probably not. You might as well just Try the higher touch or or the lower touch, depending on what you think you've got the best shot at. Um, yeah, not easy to create a, a big audience of, of people in a community or a uh, membership. So, so yeah, I would, for what it's worth, I was it was easier for me to sell the five hundred dollars ones than the one hundred dollars ones, and I was able to provide a better service. Now the number the name of the game though is who are you selling to. What are their pains? What are their challenges? And therefore, how are you going to deliver those results for them? And therefore, what is the price going to cost? So, you know, that's why I talk to people before I come up with any pricing models. So I just wanted to kind of clarify that nuance. And uh, on the second point, he said with my propeller program, which is my $583 $3,500 $3,500 six, uh, whatever month program, uh, do I cap the number of people in the group coaching calls? Um, yes, I have a maximum of five participants and, uh, that's gone down to three or four at different times. Um, but five overall. And, uh, and so yeah, that, that just keeps it very intimate and tight and, and kind of like a mastermind, which is really nice. It's a, uh, everyone really gets to know each other and then you know, there's a lot of bonding that goes on. And then the last question you had is, is the format of the biweekly assignments personalized or the same for all group coaching clients? So I just keep a a list of notes on my iPad. So as people are talking, I'll record stuff and I'll write stuff down and I'll basically prescribe them what I think the next option for them to to pursue is. And then I will um, revisit past notes and kind of say, hey, how's it going with so-and-so project? Are you doing this thing yet? How's this going? And I try to hold them accountable. But ultimately it started off where everyone was on the same page when I did that first initial couple months of training and everyone had the same homework homework assignments every week. And then as they built up the foundational elements and they got that up and running, then it pretty much became, okay, you got to work on this. You got to work on this based on their individual needs, uh, budgets and uh, skills. So that's how that works. Um, and it works really well. Uh, people are really showing up every time happy for the content and, uh, I like the personalized advice and frankly costs a fraction of what it would cost to hire me one to one. So I think that probably helps as well. So I'll leave you again. Uh, I bid you adieu and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks.